Let's start. They get really gave them gave them the keys to the kingdom, didn't they? All right. Oh, ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> halo jokes. <laughs> Welcome to the Halo Jokes podcast. Uh... <laughs> Welcome to the Halo Jokes podcast. Oh. oh, that one was a bit of a reach. <laughs> Like, you know my Chris Tarrant impression? The one, yeah. Uh, I just kind of jumped into it. I was like, oh, that's all right. I, I remembered another impression I did that with the other day. Okay. Because uh, the Hootenanny came up in conversation. <laughs> oh, not the Hootenanny. <laughs> the Hootenanny, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I'm going to have to do my Jules Holland impression now. Um, we got the killers, ladies and gentlemen. We got, <laughs> we got the, the food fighters. The <laughs> food fighters. Food fighters. I can't do it. I think I just I was at a band practice once, just jumped straight into it, and everyone was like, "That's really good." Foo fighters, everyone! Like killers! <laughs> just outstretching your arms yeah, yeah. and walking around in a circle, yeah, saying yeah. bands. Names. I mean, that's how Aston McGowan does it. So. <laughs> saying bands, names, and artists. That's, that's all Jules Holland does, and then eventually gets on the piano yeah. when not asked. <laughs> like, I love the it's idea. Like, it's like a um, it's like Russian roulette, yeah. right? You go on to Jules Holland. You know, you, have you ever noticed, Tom, that Jules Holland's studio is is like in a big circle? Yeah. So yeah. what happens is they rotate the entire studio yeah. like Russian roulette, and his like, piano is hidden in one of the sets. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and if you if you accidentally stumble upon one of the sets, yeah. Jules is playing with you. There's he's no way around it. Like you can start singing, playing a song. He's he's gonna he'll turn be there. He'll piano. rise out of the floor. He... <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> there was there was there was that time he descended, he parachuted into a Bjork uh, gig <laughs> with a piano, yeah. with a grand piano strapped <laughs> yeah. to his back. Yeah, I remember that. That was a good time. Remember that time? It was a it was an awfully small piano for Jules Holland. But the, the... she we got halfway through declare independence. Oh, it was an and, awfully uh, small parachute, even. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and an awfully small piano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like one of those. It was like a, basically a guitar. L- luckily, uh... <laughs> luckily, Jules Holland broke the fall of the piano. <laughs> Wow! I think I think um, one of the strange instruments that Björk was using uh, was was like the thing that broke most of the fall. It was Jules Holland with all those strings on it? <laughs> That's what it was. Jules Jules Holland, uh... <laughs> P- pianist parasite. <laughs> because like watching the Hootenanny watching later with Jules Holland there are some artists who he just plays the piano with which I'm assuming is all like organised it feels yeah. very much like he has just rolled on with a piano I, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's murdered their pianist <laughs> It's like, yeah, I play the piano, guys. I'm going to play with you. I just want to jam with you. What are the odds? Every week, <laughs> or indeed every year at the Hootenanny, what are the odds that someone's pianist meets a, a messy a end, end or is yeah. off ill or has their wrist broken uh, mysteriously beforehand? And then, and then everyone's like, oh, we haven't got a pianist for tonight. And then Jules is like, well... I guess I'll do it. That's the name of my mystery series, Earlier with Jules Holland. <laughs> there we go. What a pitch. That's great. It's Jules no. Holland. A 
the thing is, though, we know who the killer is. Yeah, it's always Jules. It's always Jules Holland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How did we get to that? Today. So from Ross Originals, we've got Dragons in the Bronx. Dragons in the Bronx. This is a fantasy Ooh, noir. it is. Which I think we've done a few of. Yeah. Like, because we got really bored of noir. So <laughs> fantasy noir. Fantasy noir, much like fantasy western, is yeah. it's not a thing that's done, is it? It's... Um, I think because... I think people are getting better at it, and 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 actually, yeah. Netflix is The Witcher comes very close to actually, a fantasy noir. Yeah, no, no, uh, in fact, it, yeah. no, no, it is a fantasy noir. Yeah, um, uh, it's it's a good series. Everyone should watch it. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, like that is the, the problem is that we're only just getting good at fantasy as a society. Mm. As a, no, I'm not joking. As a society, we're just getting good at fantasy. Lord of the Rings took nine hours. <laughs> To teach us how a world worked and it still failed. <laughs> I think there'd be a lot of listeners who uh, disagree with you there. Um, you, I, I guarantee you, listeners, you know how the Lord of the Rings world, world works because you read the books, not because you watched the films. Then again, I did... Like, I really like Lord of the Rings, the movies. They're yep. really, really fun movies. Um, read the books. The Hobbit as well. Read yeah. The Hobbit. The Hobbit... Much better book than the three two and a half hour movies that was made. Sure, sure. Um, I listened because I've been listening to a lot of audio books recently, Matt. Yeah, I, I was like, oh, maybe I should try the Silmarillion. You know, the sort of origin story of of Middle Earth. Yeah, and yeah. Stuff like that. I listened to thirty seconds of the sample on Audible, <laughs> and I was like, "You're asleep." This is trash. <laughs> this is really bad. And when the elvish men were yes. over on the continent That's of Gascarelia, yeah, there were the the giant artificial sun that the gods provided, known as Gesqualium. That's 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 exactly it's, it was. It's the it Bible. Was list, it was list, yeah. It was listening to you're listening to the Sunday Bible. Sunday. Preach, yeah. Sunday preach. Sunday that preaching. was my favourite Sunday morning radio show as well. Sunday preach. Sunday preach. <laughs> the so, preach on Sunday. Um, so yeah, no. I, what I'm saying is, I think that we, as a society, yep. are just getting good at making fantasy TV shows and fantasy films. Mm. We're still being shit at it. Willow. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's a, Willow, it's a Labyrinth, yeah. um, two very successful fantasy films because yeah. they didn't ask the question of how the world worked, yeah. right? And then we got assumed. into, but then we got into an era of like, okay, the Dark Crystal. Sure, they all came out in the same era. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We we are currently we've we've been through twenty years now, thirty years of trying to make like um, specifically. Uh, like this one subsection of 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 kind of fantasy work, which is sub uh, like films and uh, sorry, fantasy books where you have to know how every moving part of the world works in order to get it. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's not the point. You, yeah, yeah. you shouldn't be doing that in no. the in the in the genre of it film should, and TV. Like Star Wars got that real right. Yeah. Like it didn't explain how didn't explain a robot it. works. Sure. It just is. It just is. Yeah. Which is just the same thing. Yeah. Like that's good. Uh, and and so like I I think that we 
more likely to get fantasy X other genre more now that people are starting to re- realize that just just trust their audience yeah. <laughs> like game of thrones proved that you can just trust your audience to get it yeah to get yeah. it um you're not going to be you're not going to have to like really lay everything out for every single person yeah. which is why i hate opening um presents at christmas yeah because you you can't trust your parents to get it for you. I can't, well, I, I can because they tell me what I get before <laughs> before Christmas Day. They were like, "Just try this coat on." So if if we if we get it for you for Christmas Day, you're not it, it fits. Yeah. and you like it. And I'm just like, it's a free coat, guys. If it doesn't, <laughs> I'm fit, gonna like it. If it doesn't fit, I'll I'll go back and swap it. But I don't want to see it before Christmas Day, guys. <laughs> like. I think I got one surprise this year, and that was a Tarantino book my brother got me. <laughs> Tarantino. Is that going with the rest of them? I think it's going with the rest of them, yeah. Thanks, I'll put it with the rest of yeah. them. This is my theory, by the way, listeners, to go completely off topic. Yep. Thanks, I'll put it with the rest of them is the best, uh, or thanks, I'll put put it with the others, uh, <laughs> is, the, is applicable with every present you ever receive. <laughs> Yeah, because if you've got a lot of deodorant... Yeah, you can say, thanks, I'll put it with the others. A lot of Lynx box sets that you've got. But if you get a -a one-of-a-kind diamond ruby bracelet and you say, thanks, I'll put it with the others, (laughs) it's a fucking... It's a a riot. Or, or, right, that Lego (laughs) set that you got me for my birthday. Yeah. That that Lego set that is just an individual American (laughs) diner. Yeah. I'll put it with the other individual American diner Lego sets that I've got. (laughs) <laughs> just makes it a little bit better. <laughs> you get a, you get a, a, a supernatural or sci- sci-fi uh, thriller mm. like um, Signs. Yeah. Thanks, I'll put it with the others. Signs. Yeah. Signs. Yeah. What a fucking film to bring up. <laughs> I could have said The Happening. I could have said any of them. Yeah, you could have said any M Night Shyamalan movie. The important thing is Tom the Punchline, where I say thanks. I'll put it with the others. Yeah, that's fair. I'll put it with the other. I'll put it with the others. Yeah. So from Ross underscore Originals, we've got Dragons in the Bronx. <laughs> Dragons in the Bronx. A fan. I, I would love to make it not a fantasy. But <laughs> if, if it was like uh, Dragons Den, I mean, the TV show or, or Shark Tank. <laughs> well, I. The problem is that I think if I wanted to make this not actual dragons, yeah, we'd end up too close to Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. Uh, uh, which I mean. There's no problem with being close to Big Trouble in Little China. It's no. a great movie, yeah. but not for us to make. No, not for us. No, <laughs> it's it's de- there's definitely a dragon going around murdering people and robbing banks. Yeah, yeah. Um, but much like organized up. crime, yeah. right? Much like organized crime, they can't pin it on the dragon because no one is willing to talk. Yeah, no, no one, <laughs> no one, no one can talk. It's a magic spell. When they see the dragon, they just immediately forget about it. 
No, they they, they remember. They're oh, just too scared to oh, talk. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. It's the, it's the mob. Yeah. it's a metaphor yeah. for the, for <laughs> it's the mob. A metaphor for the mob for organized crime. <laughs> so we see this dragon flying across New York. <laughs> yeah, no and, one says. And a it just thing. dips behind. It dips down past the skyline. So mm. now no 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 the authorities can see where it is. Well, it's 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 got a horde up in an old Bronx subway station that yeah. is abandoned. Sure. Up in a subway station. Up in a subway station. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. Um, <laughs> you know that bit where the subway breaks out, and this is true of New York. Yeah, um, it breaks out of the ground. Yeah, um, uh, it goes up to the top of a skyscraper. Yeah. This is the the, 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 the the subway line. It goes up to the top of a subscriber. <laughs> like Rita, Queen of Speed. Yeah, yeah, and then and then back down again. Yeah. And this huge, huge metal tube just yeah. like breaks out, and you can still see where the Earth is splintered because not. A lot of people know this, but um, but the subway in New York was dug by a giant worm, <laughs> a giant fantasy worm. Yeah, in in this film, it definitely was. That's true, actually. Yeah, in it, real well, life as well. It's true. Yeah. All right. Hmm. Um. Interesting. But let's not talk about that. No. Let's, okay. Uh. So. I think. This is one of those sort of political lawyer-based film noirs. Sure, yeah, yeah. They, 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 they all know that the dragon is basically holding up people for money and, and protection money, right? Yeah, yeah. But everyone, they, like, they can't get anyone to court, mm. right? Like, this dragon is just living there, pretending to be like absolutely fine to everyone. Yep. Best mates with the mayor, mm-hmm. and. Uh, uh, you know the mayor's constantly going up to the penthouse up in that old abandoned subway station on the top of the skyscraper. Yeah. Um. And uh, uh, like they're just hanging out, and uh, no one can pin anything on the dragon. Lawyer Willem Dafoe. Yeah. Wants to clean up the streets. Yeah. He is. He is. Detect. Uh, what's it? District attorney. Sure. He's the DA. That's, he's the DA. Yeah. That's why I was like, it's DA, but I can't remember what that stands for. Mm. Um, detective attorney. <laughs> he's the detective. <laughs> he's going to turn detective attorney. Well, yeah, this is the thing. Because yeah. he, uh, I think, <laughs> much like The People versus Godzilla, which is a film we pitched. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we get tax this evasion, dragon yeah. on his tax evasion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is hoarding so much gold up in that penthouse. <laughs> like. Yeah. It's, it's true. He but, should, he but should here's, be... here's, the, here's the thing. Because mm. gold is the only thing this dragon takes from people in, in for protection, mm. um, because, it, because it's extorting them, mm. um, the dragon voiced by, of course, um, uh, let's say... Michael Parkinson. Michael Parkinson. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the talk show host yeah, the Yorkshire, from UK York, TV. The Yorkshire, the Yorkshire talk show host. <laughs> He's like, no. <laughs> Why? You're going to give us. You know, now you're going to give us some money, aren't you? Some some gold specifically. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> give me this this. This New York pizzeria owner, yeah. very, very uh, enthusiastic about pre- paying protection money. Because you make great pizzas. The problem is that, of uh, course... The best would... pizzas in New York! Uh, so you say. But it would be a shame if it all burned down, wouldn't it? And uh, I actually, as a magical dragon, 
I do have uh, magical. I can I can protect it from burning down. <laughs> I think what he go, what he does is go. I've got people who can come and burn it down. <laughs> and he's like, but you're a dragon. And he's like, I know, <laughs> but I don't want to be caught <laughs> because <laughs> the moment stuff starts burning down and I'm flying away, then that's when they get me. I, I, I here's the thing. I think the dragon's so big. Yeah. Right. It of anything it does. Mm. Is gonna is gonna get caught yeah. no matter what. Mm. So I think it just lands in an alleyway when it wants to do do a crime. Yeah, just lands in an alleyway, but no one can see past its big bum. Yeah, its big dragon bum, <laughs> right? Because <laughs> well, it, I... it extends its wings out so no one can see it from above, and then it just like hom chomps them down. Well, I really like the idea of this dragon sending other people out to do it because sure. obviously once gold got starts going missing, yeah. people are gonna be finger pointing the dragon, yeah. which is what Willem Dafoe does. <laughs> but he gets his big finger. He's got one giant yeah. finger. How are you living in that penthouse? Willem Dafoe, as a child, was cursed to have a giant finger. <laughs> He's got a massive finger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how he became the A because his finger pointing, yeah, is like they were like uh, the the mayor who's played by. Um, uh, Alan Rickman mm-hmm. um, is like uh, hmm, we need a we need a uh, Defoe we need a uh, a, a, a D- D- a foe we need a, a DA foe who is going to come down on the little people uh. gonna come down on the on the on the police gonna light a fire under everyone's ass yep that's what DAs do, I hear, from, I think the, so, from cop yeah. shows. Yep. Well, you look like you can point the finger pretty well. I'm making you detective attorney. <laughs> or district attorney. Detective, district, att- detective attorney I'm making works. you DA foe. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm thinking they get this dragon on their tax. Yeah. Uh, thing is, right, John Mulaney did that joke. Yep. Yep. Stole it from us. Yeah, it's true. So... We can make it again. Yeah, we can make it again. And it's if he our... wants to come at us for, for copyright, yeah. tell you what, Mulaney, scroll back through and listen to all the all of the People vs. Godzilla. Yeah, you John Mulaney piece of shit. Or have you already done that? Yeah. Fucking joke thief. I just want to go on record, right? Yeah. John Mulaney, when I watched that interview of him on Seth Meyers or something, I think he might have been on Fallon. Yeah. I paused it went that motherfucker <laughs> you guys heard me Did i came you. down yeah. and said listen to this <laughs> we were in bed yeah and, <laughs> and played the joke of john mulaney going it's like getting godzilla on his taxes i was like <laughs> we said that years ago it wasn't even us it was rosemary margarella who did it was, that it was rosemary margarella who said yeah. that <laughs> wasn't even us i'm angry for them <laughs> Oh dear! Yeah, John, John, John. So, so they get this dragon on their taxes. Dragon being escorted to prison flies off. <laughs> flies to Los Angeles, where courts are a bit more lenient with celebrities, and they will be a celebrity. Yeah, this dragon. Yeah, it's yeah. A dragon. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna be a celebrity. Star of Game of Thrones. Um... He goes on to be a film star. <laughs> Game of Thrones, Pete's Dragon. Uh, Pizza Hut's Dragon. P- Pizza Hut's Dragon. Yeah. yeah all um, that. They, when Pizza Hut did that marketing campaign where it was like, all of our flame-grilled pizzas are flamed from dragon's flames. 
Remember that Pizza Hut campaign? Remember that one? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I vaguely remember that. No, you don't. No, I, I made don't. it up. I don't, yeah. It goes on to do adverts for Ready Break. <laughs> All our fla- fra- flame-grilled Ready Break. Yeah. He's flame... in Rain of Fire quite a bit. He is, yeah. He's uh, the, only the in the film, background, though. The film Rain of Fire. Yeah. Um, what else? This is all Michael Parkinson, by the way. Yeah, uh, is, <laughs> yeah. There's just just loads of films with dragons in Dragonheart. Yeah, can't can't fucking name any films with dragons in dragons in now. Brave Dragon. Brave Dragon. The Last Dragon. The Last Dragon is the Last Dragon a film? Yeah. All right. I think it came out around the same time as Dragonheart, actually. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Um, where there's a young little dragon hatches and the bad businessman wants to put him in a zoo. Oh, boy. What? Yeah. That's a film? Yeah. All right. I'll never watch it. Hello, just want to say thank you for listening to the Lives of Pitch deleted scenes. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, maybe consider sharing it with your friends on social media, by word of mouth, anywhere really. Maybe put it onto a, a thumb drive and just throw it at someone. And maybe even reviewing it on wherever you got it. If you find it somewhere on iTunes or Acast or wherever, maybe review it there. Five stars, thumbs up, give everyone the heads up. Like I said before, thank you. Cheers. Right. Bye. Bye.